Foster, hello guys. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a very fun weekend last weekend, wasn't yeah, it? Too right, it was. Too right, it was. Um, so we are back, and we are doing a bit of a special edition. Um, none of us, neither of us, were particularly gagging to see the Divergent Part Two thing or um, the Gunman. So we had this idea at the wedding last week. Um, <laughs> Fueled by, by beer, free beer, and this is a this is an amazing idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to be basically over the next hour and forty five minutes or so, going to be going over all the fast films so far up to uh, Fast and Furious Six. Uh, the 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 least likely action franchise to ever spawn seven films. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it's quite amazing. But we'll, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about each one in order. Um, we're not going to do any trailers or any one old, one new or whatnot. We're just going to spend our time on these films. Um, and I mean, I, I suppose as a way of introduction, I, mean, I, I will say, you know, I don't, over the last few years, I don't think I've given this series a proper appreciation. Um, well, I mean, we'll get into it, but. It, you know, the, most of these films are at least solid, mm. you know, and they they know what they are. And the way that they have progressed from Point Break ripoff to just absolute insanity. Yeah, they, 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 they've upped the... There was a... I remember reading a thing um, a few years ago with um, Christopher Nolan. And he said about the about the Batman movies uh, was that he never expected to make another one. 
after the one he was making yeah, at the yeah. time. And he said the reason was that he always felt that they'd given, that they'd put everything in. And the only reason to make another one is if you make it bigger it, it, in every way. And it's kind of like that's, that's the whole mantra of these films. They've, they've grown so much. And like you said, it is incredibly unlikely. The first one was, you know, quite simply was a runaway success it was a mid-budget film that happened to just catch a niche market and then it spawned two sequels that didn't in in you know in the eye of the world do do fantastic or weren't regarded as being you know great films and it, it, you know it did appear after um after it's third that, that that would be it and then it, it's almost like Almost like a phase one, phase two, but they've they've never ditched the whole starting off um, ideas and the identity, I suppose, of, of the films, which is fantastic. And it was really strange. I I had never actually um, realised, consciously thought about this, but I saw each of these films in the cinema, and I'd never noticed that until I actually started watching them over this week. Uh, that I was like, hang on a minute, I saw, yeah, I've seen all of these in the cinema. I've, I've seen every single one of them, but one I'd seen in the cinema, and that one I'd never even seen. Yeah. But I will say, Fast and Furious, at the time, I wouldn't have seen it in the cinema if it wasn't for the fact I'd tested print at work. Yeah, it, it's a strange thing. I wouldn't have counted myself as like a big fan of the, the franchise. Um you know, at the time when each film came out, but I kind of just was like, you know, there, there were films where I thought, you know what, why not? <laughs> yeah, no, so, I mean, well, let's get into it then. So, yeah. Um, so the first one is 2001's The Fast and the Furious, um, directed by Rob Cohen, uh, inspired by a magazine article, Racer X, by Ken Lee. Uh, synopsis on IMDb here, Los Angeles police officer Brian O'Connor, played by Paul Walker, must decide where his loyalties really lie when he becomes enamoured with the street racing world he has been sent undercover to destroy. Um, well, no, that's not really why he was sent undercover, but... Yeah. <laughs> he's sent undercover because a bunch of portable TVs and DVD players are getting jacked. And I, 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 no, if you actually look, it's portable, it's TVs and DVD players, and then those, you know those VHS and DVD players yeah, that yeah. you can get? It's that, and it, it's not even flat screen TVs, it's CRT TVs, yeah, which it, is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible um, just how old that seems now the film is 14 years old but the fact that that stuff is like high-end like personal tech goods yeah and it's the sort of shit that you see at flea markets nowadays yeah it feels like it may as well be 50 years old which (laughs) which is amazing but um yeah so this one you know it, it it it's more of a kind of a character piece than any of the other ones it's not nearly as look at all the cars and all the women dancing. Like, I swear every single Fast and Furious film, maybe apart from this one, has a 30-second sequence of scantily clad women dancing. Yeah, it it, it does. It is like they have to kind of shoehorn that into it to kind of... to, to give the... The idea of the romanticism to keep, essentially, I think it's to keep the the street racing kind of element uh, within them. But yeah, this one, 
it, it, this one is, it, it is where they build the characters and it is more of a character piece where it isn't just solely about cars and um, street racing. It's set around the street racing world rather than within the street racing world itself. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's it's really is more to do with the relationship between Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, basically. And yes, Jordana Brewster kind of comes into it to an extent, but. You, you know, throughout these films, whenever these two are in them, you, you get the sense that Jordana Brewster is basically in it because they have to have a heterosexual love interest almost. <laughs> uh, he, he basically, Paul Walker, throughout the films, becomes more and more subservient to Vin Diesel. And it's and it's kind of here, it's almost like it's a puppy dog infatuation. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's very well continued throughout the entire thing, is that essentially he's he's constantly throughout the all of the films trying to get um brian's trying to get don's approval mm-hmm. and even when he's got it he's it's almost like he's trying to prove you know i am you know I, i've got your back i'm part of the whole the family thing that, that runs throughout the entire thing which you know is very well laid down here he's He's almost like you say he's become his his idol, and it's you know he he does get to know him. But like you say, it is just it is very much Point Break, but with with cars, uh, which is not a bad thing because Point Break's fucking marvelous. Um, and he he does he ends up you know there's all that thing of later on in the other films of why'd you let him go, and he can never answer. Even though really. in Fast Two. We'll get to it, but weirdly and fast too, he actually kind of gives an explanation. But then in the others, he, he he's like, oh, I don't know. But in, you know, we'll get to fast too. But he does. It's like because of the whole Tyrese Gibson thing. Yeah. And then Tyrese says, says like, oh, do you think that's why you let that guy go in um in uh, L.A. And he's like, yeah, maybe actually, yeah, you know. But uh, so that's interesting. But what I also think is interesting is the fact that, to be fair. For how much Vin Diesel talks about family in, in the later films, he actually kind of says here, I don't give a shit about anyone else really apart from Letty. Yeah. You know, like, and he calls them a team, but he's just like, the rest of them are whatever. You know, I mean, I, I can't remember what, what phrasing he actually uses, but it's just like, yeah, they're just there and my friends. Whereas later on, that like, the family thing gets inserted into the very end of Tokyo Drift mm. um, where he he, he he says Han was like family and then it kind of builds up from there but it's interesting here he, it, he is just this very charismatic, magnetic personality who other people are drawn to but not necessarily in a kind of a family kind of way yeah it, it's just he's like, he essentially he's the king of the streets yeah 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 you know, he's he's the, the, the big horn show. He's the guy who essentially runs everything, I suppose. And he's the guy who everyone looks up to. Everyone wants to, you know, it's the all the guys want to be him and all the girls want to fuck him kind of thing. Yeah. And, and 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 Brian gets gets kind of caught up in that, but because he gets he gets to peek behind the uh, the character, the bravado of it all, and he gets to look at the actually. It, he, he, there's, there's more to him. He's not just this ego street racer, and it, it, it is that, that that he gets to, you know. And I think the fact that he's, you know, he's banging his sister kind of helps with that a little bit as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I will, I will say, I think a weekly link going through these films is Jordana Brewster. Well, she wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for these films, let's no. be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for fuck's sake, I'm going to get it out of the way now, but really, somebody on set needs to point her in the right direction, the catering truck, because she starts to look gaunt and ill as the film goes on. The films go on. Mm. She is painfully thin. Yeah, I, it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, like I say, I mean, she's just kind of there to be a love interest, essentially. Yeah. But she has to do more emotional stuff, especially, weirdly, part four. Mm. There, there's a lot of her being sad and having speeches, and she just doesn't sound convincing in the slightest. No. Yeah, she, she'd have, she'd have literally would just have disappeared had it not been for this series of films. Mm. And, and, and I mean, like the action here is good. It's, but it, I mean, it's, it's barely an action film. It's more a kind of a, a kind of a drama. Yeah, 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 it's not got all of that. Um, uh, I, I suppose I think part of it though is, is because of what we know at the time, it was it would have been viewed as an action movie. I suppose there's a lot of street racing things. It, there's a lot of there's a lot of car porn in it. Um, but because the, the ante has been upped so much by the films as they've gone along, it is, um, it, it doesn't, it, it feels so much smaller, um, than, than the other ones. And I think part of that is you've got, I mean, you've got a fraction of, of the budgets of, 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 as they go along. Um, I mean, these, these films now are made for, you know, in excess of a hundred million. This one was, what was it, 35 million? 38 million. You know, so not, not, you know, not a small amount of money for, for a film of its type at the time, but nowhere near the, you know, the, the 120, 130 million that they, that they are uh, tasked with now. You know, I mean, granted, yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the reason why these films keep getting made is because they're incredibly profitable and, you know, they've, I think the, the weird thing is with the Fast and Furious um, is I've, I've seen it a, a bunch of times. It's one of those films that happens to it, it, it's it's become a quintessential kind of ITV film. It, it's on ITV a lot. I think ITV have like maybe like four films that they show, which is Die Hard, this, True Lies, um, and, and there's something else. Sure, them, yeah. That in, they have those films, and they just show them on repeat. So I've watched like half of this film loads it's been the first time in a good few years that i've actually watched it from start to finish um and like you see you've got a lot more sort of character bits there's a lot of uh brian being a, a, an undercover cop in it mm-hmm. and you seeing him get deeper and deeper and deeper into it and i mean i like i like matt schultz oh. as well um who plays um vince yeah um, I, I like him he's got a good big kind of burly but you know he just wants to be Dom's best pal and he feels threatened by Brian. Yeah. I I, I, I like him and I like how his character like he, he turns up again in um Fast Five and I like what they do with his character there as well. It's um I d I don't know, I mean there's um the, 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 I don't know, the sense of continuity is is insane and i mean it's set up here and with the second one you know even even though it's only paul walker out in the main cast you still get um the copper um what the fuck's that guy's name oh um ah, what's his name 
Ah, that's gonna bug the shit out of me. Um, Bilkins, yeah, the FBI yeah, yeah, agent, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's played by uh, Tom Barry, who was what was he in again? He's he's recognisable as something. He was somebody in something. Uh, but yeah, he he's. He, oh, that was it. He was in. Uh, a, what was he in? There's something that I recognise him from where he's that guy from that thing. It might even be that guy from this. I think it might be that guy from this anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's in the second one. There is a continuity that runs through there. But it, it, it is... I mean, I think um, what was... Uh, Vin Diesel was off doing um, Chronicles of Riddick, wasn't it, I think, when they started making Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't... I don't think he was super interested in actually being in it either, no. was he? Because he, um, he did Triple X around that time as well. Yeah. He? Yeah, he did, yeah. So like, he was trying to kind of branch off and do his own thing, and it was it was almost like Vin Diesel kind of thought he was going to be this massive kind yeah. of media mogul almost, and it, it didn't really ever happen. Yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, I think because didn't Rob Cohen direct Triple X as well? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, um... Of course, yeah, I think they they went off to do that while uh, Paul Walker uh, did this and brought Tyrese Gibson uh, along for the ride. Yeah, so well, let's move on to the, the second one then. So, I mean, definitely not shit for The Fast and the Furious. It's, oh, a, no. it's a solid, kind of weirdly small-scale drama, I would say. it's. I don't think it's amazing, but I think it definitely engages throughout. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, it's definitely not shit. I think it's a, it's a great... Um, film of its time. It's 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 a, it's it's a really really entertaining, I like you say, engaging film. It's, I mean, it it's not like a a ninety minutes and it blasts by. It's it's you know it's sort of an hour forty five minutes and it does keep you entertained pretty much throughout. Really, it's it's a good story. There's some good action in it, but like you say, it, it is more a drama piece when you compare it to to the other ones, and especially when you compare it to something like uh, when we get to Two Fast Two Furious, which is setting out its stall more as an action movie, certainly. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So, uh, Two Fast Two Furious, um, 2003, directed by John Singleton, uh, again starring, like you say, Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson, but also Cole Hauser as the bad guy. Um, <laughs> Ludacris turns up for the first time. Um, Devin Aoki, uh, Eva Mendes, James Remar, um, who's always good to see. Um, yeah. Um, okay, let's read the, the, the IMDb synopsis for this one then. Brian O'Connor, uh, Paul Walker, and childhood friend Roman Pierce, uh, Tyrese Gibson, are reunited by the FBI to bring down a Miami drug exporter in exchange for clear records. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. Yeah, that's uh, that, 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 that's pretty much pretty much what happens. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, yeah, this one it's way more into its car culture. <laughs> Yeah, way more, and um, you know it's it's all about the women dancing around the cars and the the fat beats. Well, they, they take it to Miami, don't they? So that, that they can have an excuse for having essentially scantily clad ladies uh, strewn about the place. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I mean, where's the fir- well, God, where are the first one? Where's the first one set? It's LA, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's in it's in LA. Um, and I think you know the, the the Miami idea is that they can have it with you know palm trees and you know drop downs and things like that. So it does open it up to that kind of world, and it it, it does. I mean, this film was made in two thousand and three. It, it feels like a mid nineties action movie. Sure. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. It also cost double what the first one did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, the amazing thing was the first one. What it cost thirty-eight million in, in, in May, like just shy of two fifty million. What this one did? Oh no, uh, the, the first, first one. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it, that's insane, you know, for, for that uh, that type of movie to make that kind of money. I mean, this, I say, you know, seventy-six million and it made two forty nearly. It's, it, it, it's big numbers. It's not a bad investment, that. No. I mean, yeah. So, but I mean, this one. Um, the actual plot is it's, nothing. No, it, 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 it's paper thin. You know, I mean, like Cole Hauser is quite a good bad guy presence, but I don't know. He doesn't I, really I, I, do I an awful lot. <laughs> I don't get his MO, right? Because essentially, he runs a import and export in service, right? And that seems like it's it's actually a legitimate business. But then he also runs heroin and things like that. And it's like, he's got a lot of money. It, it just, it, it seems like he, he just does it for the fun. He's, he, he's almost like a parody Bond villain. Yeah, no, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, and also, a question for part four as well. Why do all these drug runners want these people in really, really flashy cars? <laughs> I think well, they, they, they kind of, they do explain it in a in quite a good way of the fact, essentially, it's uh, we need somebody who can drive quickly and knows how to get away from the cops and knows the streets. We'll call you when we need you. You'll pick something up, you'll drop something off, that's it, and we'll pay you. So... You know, that is the other thing, of the, the thing that always back throughout these movies, is you've got these guys that are all, all majoritively young kids, you know, mm-hmm. in comparison. They're all supposed to be, you know, at the oldest kind of early 30s. Uh, yet they all drive, like, cars that are probably worth, like, $60,000 or whatever. Yeah, I... I, I, I just get them from no... And they, they, don't, they don't seem to have one. They seem, they just want, they seem to have multiple ones of these. No, genuinely, there was that scene where Ludacris is, like... I don't, it's, like, it's, like, judging some sort of speedboat competition or something. I don't know yeah. what that was. And it's just, like, is this all these people do all day? <laughs> what, what, what are they supposed to be doing? I mean, the thing is, fair play... They actually kind of fix that with the later films, where Ludacris actually does want to have a garage, and he kind of does want the quiet life. Yeah, he, he just yeah, he just wants you know that's what he wants, that's what he loves doing. It's what he, he wants to do, which which kind of it kind of makes sense. But then with this one, it's it seems like he's got a pretty sweet life already. Yeah, he's got good hair as well. He's got great hair, hasn't he? Yeah. And the thing about uh, Ludacris is he, he's actually and in this he's. He does seem like he's trying to be a character rather than just ludicrous, and that that continues throughout the films. He's actually a, a decent actor, him, and the him and Tyrese Gibson yeah, are have a great pattern in these films. To be fair, yeah, um, because Tyrese Gibson, the character that we get here uh, of Roman Pierce isn't the Roman Pierce we get later on. He almost becomes a, a, a almost like a a loyal kind of clown uh, in in the further ones. Not as in everyone puts and laughs at him. It's just he's very his personality is very as it is, and they all kind of put fun at that. The thing is, but he, here he's very angry and serious, and he's got a chip uh, on his shoulder though, hasn't yeah. he? That's the thing with this one. Like, there's a legitimately reason why his character is pissed off. 
Yeah. But then, like, through the film, he kind of, he, I think he kind of warms up. And then by the end, um, when he's walking out with Paul Walker and Paul Walker's stolen all that money. And I want to see what happened, by the way. To that money. Well, that and also between the start of Too Fast, Too Furious and then Fast and Furious, where Paul Walker goes from stealing that money to then being an FBI agent. Yeah, I, th- I think essentially he, he just got recruited out of that. Because mm. uh, there is the line of, don't make me, where, um, what's his name, it says, don't make me regret bringing you back in. Yeah, but it's just like, I don't know. How, I don't get how that happens. Like, but by the end of Too Fast, Too Furious, it seems like he's pretty happy with that lifestyle. Yeah. So then it's like, what? Why is he back there in in Fast and Furious? I, I, it's a little, I don't know. But I mean, Too Fast. He's an adrenaline junkie, isn't he? I think that might be pretty much it, to be fair. But I mean, with 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 Too Fast, Too Furious, I mean, the action sequences are good. Um, yeah. I like the bit at the end where they drive the fucking car off. <laughs> The thing and smash into the boat. That's brilliant. Well, this, this, that whole sequence where they've got the the two goons with them. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's great because you know the softness that is kind of created where you almost start to because the guys essentially are just there and they're starting to get impressed about what um, Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson are, are able to do with these cars and they're like. You're a really good driver, yeah, I actually. Like that bit the end, <laughs> yeah. where he's just like, you're a really good driver, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's apparently that. Um, I remember reading a thing about it. That is just the guy saying to Paul Walker, "You're a really good driver, aren't you?" Um, and it's not. It wasn't even in the script. He just said it to him. Because cool. Paul Walker does a lot of the. He did a lot of the driving himself, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it's. And with the first most of them one, do. And with, with, yeah, and with most of the films, just the practicality of everything. Yes, it is. Really impre- there is one one of these films, I think, is an exception to that, and it's one of the reasons why I, I think it's one of the worst uh, worst of them, but we'll get to it. But the, 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 the authenticness of the feel of it all, where it feels like, yeah, they did close down actual streets and they did really go out and fucking rag these cars mm. and get this stuff. And on a on a visceral level, which is all these films are really trying to do. They're entertainment. It, yeah, yeah. You're entertainment. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, it works. Um, and, I mean, it just... This one, it barely really acknowledges the plot um, in moments, which... Which is good, but I mean, you got the, the the relationship with Eva Mendes, which kind of isn't really needed. It doesn't really it, go it's, anywhere. It's, no, it, it literally it literally is um, shoehorned into into it. Of ah, uh, should we have him? Should we have him falling for somebody again? Yeah. Ah, uh, who can it be? Oh, well, it can be it can be the agent that they think is you know. It's basically is she a version of him? That's the kind of idea there. And it gives you the whole, you know, has she turned? Well, you'd know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least with Jordana Brewster, they give her a couple of scenes where she's driving in the first one. With this, she's literally tells them what to do. Yeah. And then she gets rumbled, and then she's the damsel in distress. And that's basically all she does in this film. It's a shame, because Eva Mendes is great. I really, really like Eva Mendes. They just don't really give her anything to do here. Well, this was very kind of early in the uh, era of Eva Mendes, where she she hadn't kind of found her uh, her flow really yet, and she was doing essentially a, a lot of a lot of sort of things like this. I mean, she did, you know, she really sort of first came to prominence in um, 
probably training day was the first time you really noticed her. But then, you know, from this, she once played in America, where essentially she played the same character as she plays in Too Fast, Too Furious in Once Upon a Time in America. I America. wish, she was, in. Mexico, I wish yeah. she was in Once Upon a Time in America, I must say. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, she didn't really kind of find her flow, really, until... Until kind of later on, really. You know, it was only kind of, you know, we started to notice her a little bit more in things like Wheel and the Night, um, and the Cleaner and things like that. She's very uh, good in the other guys as well. She is very good in the other guys. She's known yeah. for a comedy, but she's really fucking funny in the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in here, she does end up just becoming damsel in distress number one. But, um, yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, with this one, it's a fairly generic action film. I, I'm still going to say definitely not shit. But I'm going to say definitely not shit, yeah, cause, because it is, it's, it's actually longer than the first one by a minute. But it's entertaining. It keeps you entertained. It does exactly what this film sets out to do. It does, just like the first one. And... I can say I've, I've watched it a few times, three or four times, and I'm still entertained every time I watch it. So I can't give it anything but a definitely not shit. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, it's a three out of five for me. Um, it it doesn't quite have enough to I make it something I'm I'm really particularly fond of, but yeah, I hate it, 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 and that jump onto the boat in the end. I re- <laughs> like seriously, I remember that from when I saw it in the cinema and I haven't seen it since. Yeah, it, it, it's great the fact that he's like, uh, he, he's just driving into his gifts and just turns around and just says, you, you're going to do that, are you? You're going to do that? Yeah. He's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, it, it would, he doesn't say yeah. He says it would seem so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it is absolutely at this point, He's he's still he's still in the mindset of oh I'm gonna try it it might work it might not what's the worst that can happen and at no point does it does it does, does his brain yeah. ever seem to go well he could die yeah no, I, and speaking of that actually one thing I really like about Paul Walker in these films is. He, that oftentimes they'll cut to him after something crazy's happened, and it would just be him kind of smiling and laughing. Yeah, and he's yeah. he, like he just his character, like as kind of self serious as he is in some moments, he just looks like he's having a really good time driving, <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. it really is fun. There's a great moment that that when we talk about Fast Five, that that that, that happens. There's a wonderful moment there. <laughs> Of that in Fast Five, but I'll go get to it there. But yeah, he does seem like, quite literally, at no pun intended, he's just enjoying being along for the ride yeah. in his own life. Yeah, yeah, totally. Good on him. Good on him. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, definitely not shit again. And um, we'll move on to 2006's The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Uh, the first one of the series to be directed by Justin Lin, and also the first one to be written by Chris Morgan, both of whom then went on to write and direct the subsequent three films so um getting amazingly yeah 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 quite um so this one stars lucas black um bow wow lil bow wow yeah um actually he's credited here as bow wow Um, yeah he is sung kang making his debut in the franchise um and others um so description of this one a teenager becomes a major competitor in the world of drift racing after moving in with his father in Tokyo to avoid a jail sentence in America. 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, that, that literally, the 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 storyline for this film could have been written on the back of a stamp. Yeah. It would have just said drift. That's it. This one cost $85 million. Ah, how? <laughs> because there's no actors in it, with the exception of Sun Kang. There is, not, none of the people in this film can actually act. And you have a lead character who is just, he's a bizarre character. The thing is, he is entirely ruled by his dick. And yeah, and he's, he's unbelievably unlikable. Yeah. And, it, it, it's like, why have a choice to make him a hick? There is that as well. I, it doesn't make sense. It, it is off-putting. It just... The thing is... I, I don't, it, it, it adds to the fish-out-of-water thing, him in Tokyo. But it, they, they could have gone somewhere else other than having him... And do you know what? Do you know what as well, I, I did, I'd never noticed much it here. He looks like... Like Mexican non-union equivalent of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah, I could see that. From, from like from the eyes down, he has a Ryan Reynolds face. But then from the eyes up, it, 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 it all just goes wrong. He's got a really bizarre kind of haircut that's halfway between a crew cut and something else. It just all feels wrong as a character in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it just. I, I don't know. It, 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 this one feels like an afterthought. Um... And apparently, Lucas Black and the girl are both in fast in the new one. Yeah, I, I would think there there literally will be there for a second uh, at the beginning because because of how this ends and how you know the, the how this ends and how Fury Fast and Furious Six ends. That's the connection. I would say they're not going to be in it for a lot. Now, now let's let's get into this a little bit. The um the insane continuity of the Fast and the Furious films, because this one is the one that's supposed to be most set in the present day of all of them before Fast 7. Yes, And please. yet... <laughs> there's not an iPhone in sight. I mean, there's one where there are flip phones all over the place yep. and things like that, you know. Um, the, the crash at the beginning is recorded on a VHS. Yeah. You know, it... it I, I like, I do, it, this, it, it is nitpicking, in fairness, and I like how they... They, they haven't just, they, they, they've brought this into canon, they haven't just gone, they haven't just read any stepchild in it. Yeah, I mean, and, and just the fact that, you know, the, the, the thing at the end of Fast 6 is just played as like a random, a car smashes into him in this one. Yeah, but then, but then it's Jason Statham, and he meant to do it. It's just, it's brilliant. That, that's 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 a ballsy, ballsy, weird, mad bit of continuity porn that is. It is. It, it, it's great, and I, I, I think to an extent that they've kind of gone, you know, fuck it, let's include it. Oh, but what about all this? Do you know what? Fuck that shit. We'll we'll have to make the other films. So entertaining that people will forgive us. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that is where I am because let's be honest. I, I mean, I don't know what you thought of this. It, 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 it's not very good. <laughs> is it? It's, it makes no sense at all. Um, and without Sun Kang, it, it would be 
completely redundant of any kind of redeeming features. Yeah, I mean, he his character is um, is is very engaging. He's very fun. He's got a kind of a knowing sense of play to him throughout. Yeah, there's a charisma there. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, the the drifting again, the practicality, the drifting is. Impre- really impressive. Yeah, again, the driving's brilliant, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the bits where I think it's the race that he has with the, the, his rival, like, their first race, and it's in that car park, and literally, hmm. he's drifting around the, the, the bits going up the car park, and it's yeah. just, how are you doing that? And the great thing is, these, you know, they're the, the guys driving cars doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah. It, it, it's brilliant. It is essentially going right. There are these unbelievably talented people out there. How can we use them to do stunts? And it, it, it's it's wonderful that we've got a, a franchise of films that yes has uh, has used CGI uh, throughout, but has also used a lot of really great practical effects. Um, and made it just look really intense and, and wonderful and exciting. Even though I will say, the climax, the race, feels CG addled, and I wasn't really incre- very into it. And also, it, it goes on too long. Yeah, that, and also just because you don't, you genuinely you don't, don't care. care. No, once point. yeah, well, once Sean Gang's Han, once Han is dead, the film might as well just have ended there. Yeah, and then because and yet you've got you another twenty twenty five minutes, and basically the whole thing is just two essentially school kids having a squabble, and Sonny Chiba coming in and mixing yeah. things up. With it. That's about a, it. It is. It, it is a little bit like. Do you remember when S Club 7 uh, had that spin-off called S Club Juniors? Yeah, man. It is a little bit like they've, they've gone, right, here, here's a young adult Fast and Furious. Yeah, that, that, like, Fast, that is spot on. Fast and Furious, the college years. Yeah. It, 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 it's like that. And I suppose it was going, right, well, you know, we've done the Fast and Furious movies, but all the people who like those have kind of grown up now. And, you know, they aren't driving around in... Saxos and Impressors anymore. They're all driving around in, you know, fucking, I don't know, whatever, whatever old cars. Toyota Rigos, my car. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Stuff like that. Or like Yaris, like we've got. Uh, things like that. Um, so we're going to try and get, like, the new hip thing. What's the hippest thing in driving at the moment? Oh, it's drifting. There we go. Where was drifting formed? Oh, it was formed in Tokyo. We'll go to Tokyo, and we won't take anyone along, but we'll have Vin Diesel at the end of it. And it is... it, it, it You don't seem to think that they'd have the idea to go forward, but they put... I think maybe they had an idea to have a film that would happen after this. Even not go films, not go, right... That character that we with Lucas Black that we tried to make didn't fucking work. So let's go back and get the characters that do work. You know, do, do you know the story behind why um, Vin Diesel actually agreed to do it? Why? Because he said to Universal, "I'll do this if you do two things for me." And was it like the rights to the rights to Riddick? He wanted, Riddick, yeah, and, that was it. And yeah. also, he wanted to be a producer on on the Fast and Furious films going forward. 
Ah, uh, that's a that's a fucking smart. He's a smart cookie though. He's been diesel. That's, that's the thing because he is a driving force behind like how they are now, what they are, and mm. and, and and I mean it, it it kind of it's weird. It seems like he abandoned it, tried to do triple X, and it was like shit. That didn't work. And then he was kind of slightly in the wilderness for a bit. Was Vin Diesel and well, yeah, I mean, you think like like they, I mean he did. Crosby really broke him a little bit. I think, um, and then he was doing, you know, things like the pacifier and, and things like that that just didn't work. The two, no, no, that was was the two fairy him or was that the rock? No, that, that was that was the rock. He did another uh, one though, didn't he, Vin Diesel? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, um, but I mean, I I've seen both pacifier and uh, what is it? Um, the other one mm. that we were just talking about, the tooth fairy. Um, yeah, it, it, it didn't. He went, like you say, essentially into the wilderness, I suppose, like you say, for a while. Um, in between these, um, Find Me Guilty was the, the what is it, one he did. Well, well, that was one, one that's yeah. the Sumilette one, which was actually quite a decent film, actually. I remember quite enjoying that. But that was his, his crack at kind of being a, a, a serious actor, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think, what did he do? Babylon AD, oh, didn't he? Babylon AD, Jesus, yeah. Yeah. That didn't work. Uh, and that bombed massively, didn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it had Matthew Kasovitz coming out the weekend. It came out in the US saying, this is not my cut. I do not approve this film. Don't go and see it. Yeah. And I, I think it, it, it kind of, he'd become a little bit obsessed with the, the Riddick character by this point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that, that's interesting, though. And I mean, again, like I said earlier on, that his scene at the end sets up things going forward. The idea of family. Yeah. And... And the continu- and, and the kind of the crazy franchise crossover stuff between the films that yeah. that really starts to happen in the next one as well. Um, mm. You know, I mean, it's um, yeah, but I mean, anyway, Tokyo Drift, I it's shit. It, it is. It's yeah, it, it, shit. It, it is shit. It, it is unfortunately. It, it, it's it, it, it quite easily is one where you could say to people if you are new to the franchise. Guys, you don't need to watch it. You just don't. I mean, if you're new to the franchise, personally, I would say watch the first one and watch the fifth one. And if you just because the fifth one kind of sets, I will get to it. But personally, I, I I think the sixth one is better than the fifth one. But the fifth one sets the tone for what these are going forward. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then if and then if you're still interested, watch the other one. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there we go. So we're moving on to um, 2010s. No, 2009. Uh, Fast yeah. Um, again, like I say, directed by uh, Justin Lin, written by Chris Morgan, and um, this one stars um, quite a bit of the uh, quite a bit of the originals cast: um, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster. Um, adds uh, John Ortiz as the uh, the main bad guy. Um, Gal Gadot gets her um, first opinion uh, appearance of a few. Yeah. Um, Shea Wiggum for his first of the two he's been in so far. Um, Sung Kang. He's always he's always good. And uh, Sung Kang re- um, returns again as well. Even though weirdly he he turns up in the first ten minutes and says, "Oh, I might go to Tokyo." With another yeah. wink, and then he's not in here for the rest of the film. Yeah, um, and he's like, he's never quite got there yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, what's the thing on this one? Brian O'Connor now working for the FBI in, in LA, 
teams up with Dominic Toretto to bring down a heroin or importer by infiltrating his uh, operation. Uh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. I mean, what you've got there is at the start of the movie, uh, you know, you've got um, Dominic Toretto on the on the run essentially um, with uh, Letty, um, and then. He basically decides that this life, you know, that they're chasing him, they're not chasing her, and, you know, that this life, you know, he can't keep dragging her on this life, so essentially just bails on her, um, and then only comes back when he finds out that she's presumed dead, we'll say. Um, and that's his kind of MO, he wants to go after this Ortiz guy, um, or, um, what's he called, Braga, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Braga, um... He wants to go after him to avenge Letty's death and Brian's chasing him because it's his job. And funnily enough, the two collide. Yes. Yeah. So, which is yeah, which is great. Which is which is wonderful. And and, and like you say, it is it is fortuitous. So all of the um the main block of these films. Sorry, I have it, I have been eating for forty minutes, but I've been eating really slowly. <laughs> so I don't want you to think I've had like a free course meal or something. But like, I've just been going through it really slowly because we've been talking quite a lot. So I muted my mic and I muted my mic, mic. So apologies. But um, now yeah, out of the main load of these films, this is my least favourite. Um, I would say the main load of the films, it, it's my least favourite, but I will admit to the fact that I still really, really enjoy it. It's, it's a, a great opening sequence. Yeah, well. I mean, that, that's the thing. There are moments in this film that are really interesting, but the climax is just... It's all CG, and it doesn't feel like at any point any of them was actually in a real car. It feels like it was all entirely done in green screen, which it kind of had to be given. Well, no, it didn't have to be given the location, but I can understand why they did. And it's just, it's murky. I don't really give a fuck. I mean, the bit where Vin Diesel kind of like slams his car into that one bad guy, like um, the, the one who killed Letty, um, is pretty good. Yeah, and that's that, that's it. That that's your your, your air punch moment. That's your yeah moment. Mm, mm. But um, sorry, talk for Yeah, it, it, it's a. I mean, it is almost. It it, it it very much is the it's the old gang back together kind of thing. Um, that's setting them back up, but it is a little bit of a, a essentially of a rehash i mean it's called fast and furious the first film is called the fast and the furious and it, it very much is essentially taking the same characters and putting them in essentially the same situation and getting the same outcome yeah. <laughs> uh, which kind of adds to continuity and i think once you're up to this level of film um you've kind of you've spent enough time with the characters to to get, I got in, in, enough out of it in the fact that it's a fun action movie. Um, I think it's helped by the fact that you've got a fun bad guy. The uh, Braga character is a fun bad guy. You know, he's a little bit, you know, the, the fact that it, it, he's he's his own right hand man, if you know what I mean. Um, and then you've got the whole Brian being back as a uh, an FBI agent, but you know that he's he's a, he's terrible at being an FBI agent or a police officer because you know that his loyalties are always going to lie with the Toretto's, mm-hmm. uh, and it just adds to all the the, the brilliance. Of it. And then you see you've got Sheer Wigan in there as well, uh, who just 
he, he can play an, a, a, a sleazy asshole really well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, it just, it, it, it's, like I say, there are individual bits that I like. I mean, when I first saw this film, I loathed it. And, I don't know, it, I don't now, just because I, it, it, I think once you get into the rhythm of what these films are, I think they flow an awful lot better. Yeah. But it just, again, you know, they've got, they've got a scene where they have to race, and, you know, again, it's some sort of drug dealer doing stuff and it, it just again you've got Vin Diesel and Paul Walker kind of like like butting up against each other and Paul Walker kind of having some sort of flirting with Jordana Brewster like you say it's a lot of rehashing and it feels like this feels like it's the pilot to a TV series like a remake yeah. a, a remake of a TV series like 20 years later whereas Fast Five feels like the big screen adaptation of the tv series or something yeah 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 i can absolutely see what you mean on that it it does feel like it's laying groundwork for for future movies yeah it's basically going look this is like you say it's almost like a template uh for for what what the next movies are going to be like yeah no exactly i mean you got that you you know you got the bit at the end with the uh the start of the the jailbreak and whatnot then that literally exactly continues on in, in, in part five. Um, yeah. So it is like they've got ambitions there, but it's just, it's not quite, I mean, maybe again, the budget was pretty much the same budget as the third one. Um, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Cause I don't know. It's got a lot more palpable action to it. This one. Um, so I'm kind of surprised, but maybe just the necessities of shooting in Japan maybe just made it cost more or something. The third one, I don't know, but it um I don't know. I just this one, it 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 feels very uh, whatever to me. <laughs> I, 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 I there's just not it's especially when you've got the next two being what they are. You know, like the 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 the, shape, the foot chase at the beginning with Brian O'Connor in this one versus the foot chase where the rock like kind of yeah. makes his first impression on them yeah it, it, it is it, it is one of those where it, it was it, 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 i think it's it's good having watched the other the, the, the subsequent two it gets better with that because again you're spending time w- with the characters but I can see what you mean. It, it it is a little bit like a scaled down version of those. And like you say, like you say, I think what you say about you know, it feels a little bit like a a pilot for for what is going to be bigger and better things going forward. Uh, but you know, it is definitely laying down groundwork, and you know, it, it it's like it's bringing the old gang back together. Yeah, I mean, it just um. I, I, I really, there's not much to it at all. I mean, John Ortiz, I think, is is a good villain, like you say. I, I, the, even though it doesn't make much sense that um, I, Paul Walker's on the phone to him and he, he, he he's just like offering him something and he's just like, Braga's not going to go for that. And he's just like, what, you're going to be the one to tell Braga that it's like how it went down or something like that. And, yeah. and then, like, because of that, he agrees to meet him. And it's just like, well, no, you are Braga. So, yeah. what? Just say, no, Braga wouldn't go for that. I know Braga. You know, it just, I, it, it's weird. Even though I, I did, 
I did like that twist. You know, it's just like the idea of using the generic, like, guy in his 60s, South American, like, dodgy-looking <laughs> bastard stereotype. Yeah. And then it's not him. It's it's that been that guy all along. I think that's quite clever. Yeah, there's a, there's a kind of there's a playfulness with Braga as well, where when they've kidnapped him, they've captured him and they're taking him back, and he he just seems to find the whole thing amusing. <laughs> it's quite funny. Yeah, he's just like yeah, he's like driving out. He's just like you're gonna last about two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like where are your guys? He's like eh, they'll be here. Yeah, they'll be here. And then he, he, he's just mocking Paul Walker throughout it. He, he, but the one thing about that is when Braga is the other character and he's in the um, states, he's wearing like you know like a, a, a hoodie and just, he's dressed like a normal person. And then it's almost like they've gone, oh, he's back in Mexico now. We better dress him like generic sleazeball drug yeah, dealer. Yeah, <laughs> and he's there in like a. A fucking a satin snakeskin shirt and a pair of chinos, and he's got the fucking the straw fedora, and he just he looks like generic South American sleazeball. And, and also, actually, and they do this in, again, another example of recycling. They do this in part two. Why do these guys hire these drivers and then just kill them? Like, what is it not like when they need more drivers? Aren't those drivers going to be like, didn't you kill your last driver? Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know, one of the I think in the second one Cole Hauser says oh it's good it's a good business decision it's like no it's not it's a terrible business decision <laughs> you're you're getting you're killing these guys who are doing this job for you that not a lot of people can why uh, and and, it, and it's a very close knit scene it's not like yeah. these guys don't talk <laughs> I don't know, it's just like that so, I've got I've got a job working for, for Braga oh that's a bad idea why well he kills everyone who works for him does he yeah. Oh, maybe I won't then. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it's just like, oh, I'm going to do that race to see if I qualify for Braga's team. That's the thing, they have to work to be employed by Braga, and then they do one job for him, and then they kill it, and then they're killed. <laughs> yeah. Because isn't it, it like, is. they do that one run, like, under the, 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 the mountain or whatever, and then it, it, it I'm, I'm just check I'm remembering this right, and then they get across the border, and then they're like, right, we're going to kill you all now. Yeah. It's, it just it does. I mean, it's. Are you gonna kill you because you know you you know where it all is? But it's just like, well, yeah, of course we do. We just drove it here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can see. I, I can absolutely see your fight on that one. It is. It is. It is, it is nitpicking, but it, it is a terrible business decision. I, I don't know. It just. It's stuff like that. It, it feels very, very samey. We have seen all this shit before, to me. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It's. It's essentially it's rebooting a franchise while also having it within canon and continuing it. it, it it's a. It's a clever idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, it just it feels to me like Universal were kind of like, we'll see how this pans out, and if it, if you know. If it does well, we'll let you do your thing in the next one. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. So and, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm going to go definitely shit. I, I, it just, it's not a film that particularly speaks to me. Even though, I mean, I will say I loathed it when I saw it the first time. I'm, I'm not there now. But like, if I'm going to watch a Fast and Furious film, there are definitely four other Fast and Furious films I'd watch before this one.
I'd, I'd agree that that, that it, it'd be lowered out. I'm still gonna say I, I, I'm I'm I think I'm out of touching cloth on that one. It, it's entertaining, but it is it, it is it, it, it's weak. It's very flimsy. Okay, so um, not weak and flimsy. Uh, we're going to be moving on to 2011's Fast Five. Um, so it's all the same guys in this one, except you've got more and more people coming back. So um, you've got uh, Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris from Part 2 make their return. Matt Schultz from Part 1 makes his return. Um, Sun Kang uh, returns from Part 3 and 4. Gal Gadot returns from Part 4. Uh, Tigo Calderon and Don Omar um, return from part four for barely any reason whatsoever. No reason, yeah. And um, it, it feels, to me, it kind of feels like maybe those guys are big in Brazil or something. It, it, it could be, yeah. There's, there's, I don't know. I, I think they were brought in to kind of be the you know, the, the comic duo, and then you ended up getting a better comic duo with Therese Gibson and, and, and uh, Ludacris. Yeah, I mean, they literally deal with them in one line in the sixth one, so, uh, yeah. yeah. And I've got, I've got a feeling they won't be in the seventh either. But, um, yeah, I mean, here we go. We've got the uh, the entry of fri- Franchise Viagra himself, uh, yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Which, which, let's be honest, was just whoever sat down and had that idea and said, I mean, it, it must have been written for him. The, the, you know, the, when Chris Morgan wrote it, he must have had, you know, The, the Rock, uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson, uh, in mind for that role because it is written for him. I don't see who else you could have got to have done that role. Yeah, I mean, and this is, this because the thing is, this is coming at an interesting time as well where The Rock was just coming out of his... I'm just doing kids movies and family stuff phase where, yeah. you know, he'd been, he'd done, um, the game plan race to witch mountain, the two fairy, um, ah, uh, bloody hell. Um, uh, the journey films, you know, and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, so, and well, a journey too. that was, that was the same year as this. So, yeah. and, uh, I mean, with you in the same year as this, you had snitch, the other guys, and uh, oh no, the other guys was 2010. Faster was uh, faster was 2010. Fast Five 2011, and then Snitch was 2013, and Journey it, Two it, it was 2012. So yeah, it was just around the time he, he was starting to become a, a seriously like bankable guy. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was it was at that point where he'd done a lot of kids stuff, and this was yeah. re. Uh, re-energizing him as the action guy and yeah. you know I mean he in this he's got a fantastic F-bomb as in, in his introductory scene yeah um, and I liked his I liked his little thing with the guy in, in the first scene where he's saying like oh do you want the main or the dessert he's like you know give me the dessert first you know me and yeah. Like, and now the veggies. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he does. He's got this wonderful thing throughout the next these two, the, the Fast Five and, and Fast and Furious Six, where he talks in ridiculous little fucking phrases, yeah. and it is wonderful. It is brilliantly written, to be honest. And that is not something you'd think you'd say about a, a, a Fast and Furious movie. But they they're terrible. They kind of make sense, and you could see this character talking like that. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, this this guy, his character arc is a little bit what? And it kind yeah. of gets gets more so in the sixth one, I think, to be honest, because they introduce him as he is a badass. He doesn't care who you are. He doesn't care what your story is. He is going to take you down. Well, Brian O'Connor describes him as like Wrath of God, doesn't yeah, he? Old kind Testament. of yeah, yeah. Old Testament Wrath of God. Uh, you know, they send him to find the bad guy, and that's what he does. Yeah, but I mean, I, I suppose they do have the fact that that uh, Vin Diesel did help him out of the the ambush. You know, and yeah, if it wasn't for him, he would be dead. And yeah, so I mean, there is it, there is that, but it's kind. He falls. He kind of falls at the same trap as Brian fell yeah, where he doesn't. He doesn't, with, with Brian, it's, uh, he idolises, you know, Toretto to start off with, and then they become family. Uh, and, you know, he does it out of loyalty. Whereas, with, you get the feeling that with, 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 uh, Hobbs, at the first, you know, he doesn't like him because criminal, then he starts to realise, actually, he's just me, but on the other side. And he's not actually a bad guy. He just happens to do some naughty things. Yeah. But when it when it when it comes to it, he's got a moral compass and like that. I think that starts to sway him. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I, I think that's probably fair enough. But I I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't have a particular problem with it. I mean, I mean, the thing is, he is just muscle, and I I'm just going to charge at things. I mean, yeah. Doesn't he literally kind of like? run through a wall at one point. Yeah, he does, yeah. He, he, he does run through a wall. <laughs> uh, which, which is just, it's just brilliant. And, I mean, just thinking about... that. Like I, I talked about it earlier on. His intro, when Vin Diesel's running along and then he just fucking clatters out of that window. <laughs> and then Vin Diesel turns around and goes, who the fuck is that? <laughs> it, it's more like, what the hell is that running at me? <laughs> It's it's just it it does like you say it just it goes oh you know the Fast and Furious movies yeah it's got this it's got this it's got this but you know what here's the cherry on top and that cherry is the fucking rock yeah, yeah totally but I mean the thing is as well as that the film it kind of changes genre it's got a little bit of street racing in it even though. It's interesting that you see the setup to a race, but then not actually the race itself, which kind of... Yeah, they're just going to turn up in the cars. Yeah, which kind of felt like a very knowing kind of like, we're actually trying to do something different here, guys, kind of um, kind of a thing. And I, th- I think that's good. I mean, the I think the film is a little long, and it's got quite a lot of scenes of Reyes explaining himself, and... Like, yeah, it, there's, 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 there's too much of that. It's just, I, you know, we don't really care about this. This is kind of flagging the pacing a little bit. And it, it, But aside from that, what I'm also impressed by with this and Fast 6 is the fact that they do find legitimate things for all the characters to do. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they do. They, they all have a point. There's nobody that's there just to kind of, you know, to tag along to, as to, oh, look, it's that one from the other film. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt Schultz kind of almost get, get, gets to that point. If he had another couple of scenes, I'd almost think he was getting to that point. But he basically says, you know, Dom, I fucked up. Can I have a job? Yeah, you can. 
and he's dead the next day. Yeah. You know, which is, I, I don't know, it's just kind of, fine, that's all you need. And he has a handshake with Paul Walker and their beef's over. That's nice. And then he's, and then he's killed. There you go. Yeah. Well done. Um, he, also, that reminds me, I love the bit where he's talking about his kid and he says, we named him after you, Nico. And then it cuts to Vin Diesel and it comes back to him and he goes, Dominic. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, nobody needed that explaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's a little bit, it, it's a little bit like you almost get the feeling in another movie. If it had taken a, a slightly more kind of like comedy turn, it would have been like, well, I, I guess that, yeah. Mm. And, I mean, and, and I mean, also, to be fair, the Vin Diesel relationship with um, Elsa Patake's character is a little... Flimsy. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit, right, so we both lost someone through tragic circumstances, so I I'm guess... a fourth kind of hot. Yeah. Do, do, do you want to fuck? I guess we'll get together. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it could work. I don't know, it's interesting, because like, if they were actually planning on having Michelle Rodriguez come back, and I, I, like, I wonder if that post-credits bit was a, maybe a bit of a, like after-the-fact addition, but yeah. it's like, why did they bother with that? Because then with Fast 6, it's just a bit... It's a bit weird that like she's just like, yeah, go after her, I know you're probably going to bang her, but yeah, go after If it was my husband, I'd do it. Yeah, it very much is her saying to him that in the next one, you know, we both knew what this was, um, where essentially we're settling for yeah, each other. Even though I will say, it, in a nice way. If I, I just in case I forget with the sixth one, that bit at the end where they kind of say goodbye and Vin Diesel's just like, you don't have to go, you know. You it's say, just like, what, what, you want her to be your concubine? What's, what's, what's the thinking here? Like, what, you just want to, like, have some threesomes with her and Michelle Rodriguez? Well, to be honest. Give it a go. He saw, he saw, he saw an opportunity (laughs) and he thought, this could work in my favour. I, I, I'm going to put it out there. (laughs) And, and and if you want to have a bite of it, take a bite. If you don't, just, just go away and we'll go away friends. Yeah. It just, that's, that's, that's funny. That's funny. But, I mean, (laughs) It's it's amazing, really, because, I mean, just the, the, the kind of the extraneous people that they bring back, like Al Gadot, and yet they actually find some stuff for her to do. She's a good driver. She's got that bit where Rhea slaps her ass so she gets the fingerprints. And her relationship with Sun Kang, I kind of like that as well. It's yeah, just, I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I, th- I think that works really well. It's just a nice extra little bit of character where it doesn't it doesn't feel needed, but it doesn't feel unnecessary. They don't try and force it upon you either. It, it, it's not, there's no real kind of big kind of, oh my God, they're together. Or, oh my God. It, it, it just, it kind of grows quite naturally between them. Yeah, I mean, especially considering the fact we're in the fourth one, she's trying to crack on to um, yeah. Tom. And even at, when, when her first line to him was just like, you know, when I thought you were, you were calling me, I thought it was going to be for something more interesting or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, the only the only female in all of these movies that hasn't tried to crack on to uh, Dominic Toretto is, is his sister. sister. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, 
I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they 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 just they kind of, kind of turn it into a men on a mission kind of heist film, you know. And yeah, it's, that's it. It's it's a great. There are some great action sequences, you know, with the the opening, you know, the the prison break essentially, um, and then you've got the the bit on the the train. Yeah, 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 which is really it's fun. Brilliant, you know, and it, it, that's where they kind of that is where they set out the stall for where this movie where the next where the next movie and where we assume Furious 7 will go of look these are big action set piece movies with sort of character bits that will drive you towards the next big action set piece and that's what works about this movie that's why this movie works so well is it's right bit of character bit you know the characters already you know the relationships bit of character bit bit of character bit action set piece big action set piece uh, look how it's a bit crazy, okay? big action set piece, and it, it works so well. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the pacing, apart from the Reyes stuff, I think it is, it, and 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 the Elsa Pataki stuff, I think is is pretty good. And you know, to, towards the end, they really do. Like the last forty five minutes or so is um, Hobbs storming them and having the fight with Vin Diesel, which is great and. Burly, it's a great fight, though, isn't it? Shucking each other all over the place and destroying shit. And it, it's just really chunky and good. And then it leads to the ambush, and then you've got a little bit of downtime, and then it's the heist. You know, I mean, it's a re- the final third of the film is terrific. Oh, once, once they get that safe and they're driving on. This is a bit I, I was mentioning. There's a bit where they actually, uh, where, where the, the, the safe goes through the building. Uh, where Paul Walker literally just turns around and goes, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he's just laughing. It's like and it's where like, it cuts to Jordana Brewster saying, like, am I hearing this right? Did you guys just take out a bank? Bank, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that whole thing is, um, I mean, it was a couple of years before um, when you had the, the A-Team movie. Um, and there's a great bit in that where... Um, they're in a tank and the tank's falling. Um, and this is what is it? And someone says, what are they doing? And Jessica Biel's character goes, they're flying the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's that. This movie is just loads of flying the tanks. Yeah. It's just ridiculously wonderful. They're driving around with a five-ton safe strapped to the back and they're using it to essentially to knock police cars out of the way there is so much collateral damage in that film yeah, and even though they, do, and they, they acknowledge it right in the end just going like you know this has caused, caused a lot of mess and Paul Walker's just like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he almost is like literally like we were saying earlier he's just along for the ride of his own life he has no concept of the things he's capable of doing he can just do them he is literally he's 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 like the the ultimate boy scout where if you teach him how to if you sort of like you imagine that Brian O'Connor's character, when he was like a kid, I mean, you get the thing where he didn't know his dad or anything like that, but you get the feeling in the scouts, he had every badge because all you had to do was show him how to do something once and he could just do it really well, but wouldn't be able to add two and two together. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I... It's exactly that, uh, 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 that where he just has a natural gift for doing what he does. Yeah, yeah it's... um. 
it's just an insane amount of fun, you know. And yeah. it just if it was just a little bit tighter, just a little bit tighter. Like, like you say, I, I think there's just there's too much uh, of going. These bad guys are really bad. So what's going to happen? They're really going to deserve it. Not just them, but everybody. All of the police, when when they're getting smashed with a safe, don't feel bad for them because they are police, but they are bad guys. That's the thing. They say, like, oh, every corrupt cop in Rio every is going to be cop. on your tail. It's like, well, that's by the looks of it, that's pretty much every cop then. But then again, you know, if you actually look into Brazil's shaky political history of recent times, they pretty much are all corrupt. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. It just, I don't know, that makes me laugh. Uh, it, is, it is great. The, like I say, the, the driving the what is it, and then when he gets to the safe at the end of it, and he just, and, and he opens it and it's gone, and then it, you have that tiny little, that kind of, that, that Ocean's Eleven wink, where it's, you had a 10 second window, and it shows you it, and it's like, that's fucking brilliant. But it's that's just brilliant. like, how does that make any sense whatsoever? It, but how did you do that in 10 seconds? Oh, whatever, fine. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Like that of, 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 do you know what? I don't, I don't know how they'd be able to, and then the, the, the part of your brain, the fun part of your brain goes, shut the fuck up, logic, it's fun, stop being a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally is that. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, <laughs> That's what the entire Fast and Furious franchise is. And it, it, it's glorious. And it's, it's why, I, I, going back and rewatching these movies, I have full blown gone. I love these movies. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I just, I, 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 I can't say I love, love, love these movies, but shit, they, they are it's fun. So much fun. Like, I've got a feeling five, six, and seven is going to be a hell of a trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Because well, I mean, we, we we can move on to six. Yeah. Five is definitely, definitely not, not shit. Definitely not shit. Yeah. No. Definitely not shit. Um. So yeah, we'll move it on. Shit. That was Rita Ora in Fast Six. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I thought I recognised it. Um. Sorry. Fast Six. Uh, directed by Justin Lin again. Um, and this time, um, basically, uh, Hobbs, here's the INDB thing, Hobbs has Dominic and Brian reassemble their crew to take down a team of mercenaries. Dominic unexpectedly gets conv- convoluted. Dominic unexpectedly gets convoluted also. Facing... <laughs> that don't make sense. <laughs> Am I reading this right? Dominic, put the right word in. Dominic unexpectedly gets convoluted, also facing his presumed deceased girlfriend, Letty. Yeah, that's what it says. That doesn't make any sense, but... That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so, uh, yeah, every, pretty much everybody's back, uh, apart from those two Brazilian blokes. Uh, but yeah. this time you've got the addition of uh, uh, Luke Evans, um yeah. Everyone's favourite gay Welsh um, up and coming actor. Um, Is he gay? Yeah, apparently. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it makes a fucking no, difference. No, no, but... <laughs> not the slightest. So I like Luke Evans. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. He, he's he, he's got a great presence. He's got a great he's got a great cool gruffness. Yeah. I I would actually I would say that Luke Evans because he's actually he's actually a, a solid actor as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, in this, I've not seen him in a lot of stuff, but whatever I've ever seen, I've always thought he's pretty good. When 
Craig finally hands up, hands over uh, his his double um, seven. You know, I, I wouldn't oh, be averse to something like that. Yeah, yeah he, he's got that kind of that rugged gruffness, but also he exudes a great confidence. And he's got that, you know, he, he's noticeably Welsh, but he's he's quite gruff and quite, you know, he seems like. He's got a real great presence in this. You, you get the feeling that he could do the things that he's doing in this it's, movie. It's, the thing is, yeah, I mean, like, physically, the, he doesn't look like a match with Vin Diesel or um, or Dwayne Johnson, but he's got an intelligence and a kind of, like, a ruthlessness in his ideology that does actually play out quite well on screen, I think. Yeah, and uh, like you say, uh, it, it, this guy, I mean, they even point out in the film, you know, this isn't, this isn't, you know drug dealers or, you know, neighbourhood cops were taking on. This guy is the real fucking deal. And Evans brings that bravado to it. Um, of, you know, there's, there's moments where he's like, you know, um, they got, you know, if he died, it means he did something wrong. If you do something wrong, you'll die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's that calculatedness. And then you've got, later on, where you see him and he is literally... You get introduced to the fact that he's he's not just calculated and set on stuff. He's just a fucking arsehole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he is literally just the, the typically the archetypal. Some people just want to watch the world burn. He pretty much gets to that point in Spain with the tank. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, but so you got him. You've also got Gina Carano and uh, Joe Taslin from the raid. Um, yeah. In, in, um, has a, a very, very entertaining fight scene with Ludacris and um, Simon Gibson, where it is basically he kicks these two guys' ass. I know it's not Ludacris, it, 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 it's Tyrese Gibson and Sung Kang. Oh, Sung Kang, sorry, yeah, you're quite right. Yeah, right, quite right. It, it's great. The best bit of that fight is, is after it, after that guy's gone. And Tyrese Gibson just turned on and goes, We don't tell anybody about this, alright? Nobody needs to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That essentially they've just got their ass kicked by one guy. So, the thing that I really like about this film is that the action scenes just completely go for the jugular. And yeah. you've got a mix of quite just cool stuff and then just wacky stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the scene in London where he's got the, the car that flips things over and um, the, the, the crew are kind of going after him, it, it just... It's really, really well done. There's a lot of other cars on the streets. It's it's super, super dangerous. It's tight roads, unlike mm. Rio, where it all kind of feels like quite expansive, even though it's in the middle of the city. Here, it's yeah. tight. It's at, it, it, it's night. It's at dark. And I mean, Justin Lin is a really, really good action director. He keeps the he shots is, yeah. on. Um, he he lets everything play just play out. He's obviously got a budget here. And he doesn't go in for quick editing as well yeah. to, to kind of hide anything. He, 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 there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of pan out shots and swooping shots and things like that, but it's not it's not delirious. It's very controlled and precise. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, and it, it just it, it, there is stuff that actually sticks in your mind. And when you compare this to the stuff from Part Three and Part Four. It is a world away, but it, it does feel like this is the stuff he and Vin Diesel and Paul Walker and whatnot were actually wanting to do. Yeah. You know. It, it is, yeah. There's a, there's a, you know what, do you know what we're going to do? 
we're going to take a budget that you would usually, you know, that we know that you would usually give to something like like a Spielberg film or something like that, and we're going to do we're going to do something fucking different with it. Yeah, and that 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 that, that is the success of these movies is they're not they're not trying to do anything other than purely entertain. They're not based on a pre-existing uh, product. Um, they're, they're a great kind of... They're a great alternative to the superhero movies we get in the moment. And I'm not a, a superhero movie, movie bash or anything like that, but they are a great alternative to that in the fact that they've... They, they've, they've achieved what they've achieved and they've got to Fast 6 of how good... Fast Sixes as a film and as an action movie. They've got there against all the odds. Nobody expected Fast and Furious 6 to essentially become not only massively commercially successful, it grossed, you know, nearly $800 million. That is insane amounts of money. But also, it was the critics actually, for you know, turned around and went, do you know what? It's really fucking yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, they, they did that for Fast Five as well, I think. It was yeah. Fast Five that really... I think the critics just kind of let their hair down and went, look, do you know what? They are what they it's are. It's and they, they yeah. do it. You know, I mean, even though... I will I will say, again, the the scene between Dominic and Letty where they're comparing scars, it's a yeah. bit like, oh, just... Fuck Christ, I don't really... I don't really care. I just, just kind of get on with it. But there's not as much of that in no. this as there was in the fifth one but for me. I, I think that that scene is there for the scene after it where Luke right. Evans turns so up sure. to talk to yeah and, and it works with that I think had you know had that scene after you know where he just turns up and he basically says you're good you're not as good as me walk away mm. otherwise you know I will and then essentially he is giving him an out he's saying you know, this is your chance. I'm giving you a warning, and you can either take it, or I will. I will crush you. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And then I mean, it comes back at the end uh, later on when he says, "Look, you, you didn't listen to me. I fucking yeah. meant this. I've got, I've got his wife. You know, I, I'm very. I've got your sister, his yeah, wife. Yeah, I'm very serious here. You know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, that, that's the thing. I mean, it, it. it, it I mean, I think this is almost the most we've talked about any of the villains, maybe John Ortiz aside. You know, mm. and it's he is very threatening in it, and he's got a good team around him as well. Um, yeah. But then you've also got him just playing with a tank, and <laughs> then the longest runway in the history of the world as well. I like that runway. Oh, no, I like that runway as well. Fuck it. It's just whatever. It, it's funny. But, um, and again... Like I said earlier on, they give everyone something to do, even mm. though they, I like the, right, he's actually got to go to Tokyo in this one. She wasn't yeah. there with him. How do we do that? Oh, let's just kill her. How, how, yeah. how, how, how's she going to die? Um, fall. She'll fall and shoot someone. <laughs> she'll, she, yeah, she'll fall from a height that she might have survived. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I, it just... But then, then again, a normal person might have survived. Somebody with that little padding wouldn't survive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then, 
by the time, and even though, you know, even though Han, or Han Solo, as his name apparently actually is, um, Han goes to Tokyo, and by the time you see him in Tokyo Drift, he's kind of gotten over it, he's alright. He, and then he gets killed by Jason Statham. He's definitely in the morning phase. Eight years ago, I think apparently now. Yeah, I, I really like those two as characters, and, and yeah, exactly. I'll admit, it, it did, I was, oh, I, I, couldn't, couldn't they have just, couldn't they have just done something else and kept them there? I was even to the point of, of, of where I would have been happy if Hannah had, like, wasn't dead and have rolled out of the car or anything like that. I would have taken that from this series of films because I liked both of those characters and I don't like the fact that neither of them are going to appear in the next movie. Yeah, no, it's, it is a shame. Even though I was looking at the, the credits for Fast 7 and fucking Elsa Pataki's back in it. Um, but then yeah. again, by the end of this one, it kind of seemed like she got a job back with Hobbs. Yeah, she, she's now, she's, she's Hobbs's, um, right hand there. And, and again, it's like, how does that work? It's like the, the, uh, the Paul Walker coming back to the FBI thing. She'd basically <laughs> fucked off with the criminal, was his girlfriend, and now it's just like, right, I'm gonna go back to the, to them again. But that, that, that was Rio's police. It's a different thing. Yeah, oh, and also, another thing as well. I, 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 I get the feeling Hobbs will have said, um, oh, I want this girl yeah. uh, to, to be on my team. They've gone, we can't do that. And he's gone. Yes, you can. She's on my yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're going to be everybody at whatever, <laughs> whatever he works as is terrified of him. Either, I, yeah, I uh, agree. Department of Social Security. Security service, uh, diplomatic security service, that's it. Yeah, that everybody there is just terrified of him. No, absolutely. I, I do have one other question as well. Why what? does Shea Wiggum agree to... Because uh, he'll get the... Um, he gets the bus, doesn't he? Of Shaw. Does he, though? No, he doesn't. He's lying to him. He's absolutely lying. He's playing the fact that Shea Wiggum's character's not that bright. Is that literally what it is? He's just he's yeah, he's completely using him. dicking him about. Yeah, right, absolutely, okay, yeah. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly what I think it is. But I mean, in this, you've got some, some, some more great lines and some more great Hobbs scenes. Like when, um, Tony Gibson's, uh, try to uh, put like the, what is it, the money in the vending machine and he just shoots it. <laughs> I did like the, which one of these things is a dollar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He shoots like it's on me, and then he just picks. But the fact that he actually picks them up and starts eating stuff. Like, yeah, I also enjoyed how he called Gina Carano woman in pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. But but not in a demeaning way. No, no, no. It just there's a, there's a great moment where he says says um, badass and brains woman. You're you're gonna be taking my job yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 Seriously, The Rock is so good in these fucking films. It is. There's, there's a, I, I remember um, The Rock talking about um, Gina Carano on it, and you know, saying you know what's it like. He said it was great. I mean, her on set because you've got all these you know big action guys and everything like that. And then Gina Carano just arrived, and we were all like, after like ten minutes of, of her like doing stuff and sort of warming up for things and sort of going through the choreography, we all sort of looked at each other, looked at each other and me and Vin Diesel said, me and uh, Vin looked and went, she could kick everybody's ass in this room without us getting anywhere near her, couldn't she? <laughs> and it is, it is great the fact that they give her, she's you know she's not just kicking ass of um, 
and Michelle Rodriguez. She's she's you know she's beating on dudes as well. Even though that scene with Michelle Rodriguez in the subway is great. It is great. It's a great fight. Um, like Lich and that fucking when they fall down that those stairs, and it's yeah. just a one shot like like them like like careening down it. That shit looks like that hurt. Well, that was. Um, Michelle Rodriguez's stunt double and um, Gina Carano herself, herself won it. She did all her own stunts oh, and it. She insisted. Didn't do it, eh? No, Rodriguez um, didn't do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think her insurance would let her. But then, I mean, like towards the end as well, you've got the plane with um, the flying headbutt and um, oh, the, the does a good one as well. The alley oop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Well, lifts you up and he takes you out. So, the, the, the films get gradually more violent as they go along, yet this is a 12 Yeah, it's it's kind of... It is a bit insane this is a 12 but then again, I don't remember a speck of blood at any point. No, there's, there's very, very little blood and there's very little cussing. Are there any F-bombs in this one? There's one, I can't remember what it is, but there's, there's one, um... And, um... The uh, Hobbs start saying the F rather than fuck. Okay. Like, get him the F out of there. Oh, rather okay. than get him the fuck out. And get the F out of my way. I, I, I like his, his his turn of the fact that he's so bought into these guys. And he's, he's he knows that he's part of... He's almost willingly become part of the crew. And the fact that he, he, he's, his mission is to get the guy. But then he's got the guy, and it's like his his moral compass can't let uh, Mia die for him getting the guy, it, because he he knows that without him recruiting them and getting them to do it, she's uh she wouldn't be there, yeah. she wouldn't have got caught. So he's like, nope, that's not right with me, can't do that. It's almost like he's willing to essentially give up his career. To do the right thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume with the new one, it's basically going to be like, Sean basically wants revenge against him as well, or something. I mean, yeah, actually, yeah, it, it's all. Of have them. a look at the storyline for the new one. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd say take us in, in with that. I mean, with, with Fast and Furious Six, that that fucking scene, that whole set piece and sequence on the. Um, with the tank is brilliant. And I was saying to Becky, I watched all these films with Becky, and the bit where uh, Vin Diesel jumps and catches Letty in midair and then lands on the car. The great thing about these movies is it's the preposterous, but plausible. You know, that is preposterous. But it technically could happen, which is the wondrousness of this movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I mean, well, yeah, I suppose maybe. It is. It's one of those things where it it is highly implausible. It's not going to happen, but it is not out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, maybe. And, uh, what I mean is, is, it's not Thor. Thor can't happen. Yeah, no, I suppose that makes sense. I mean, four, you've got... Yeah, all right, I'll give that to you. I mean, yeah, four, the kind of the bit under the caves, it's like, how does anyone make that network without alerting anybody? Yeah. I mean, like, five, I don't think you could say that could happen. What, the the safe? 
No, that's that that's 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 tipping more towards the those cars wouldn't be able to still drive when that safe fucking flying around behind them. It would literally drag them off. Off. What is it? The, the safe wouldn't be rocking around. They would. But I, you know, I'm like I say, I'm willing to go. Do you know what? Fuck it. It's fun. I enjoy watching it. But no, no, I, I agree with that. Um, the, um, I mean, God, so, definitely not shit. But definitely not shit. What is the so? What is the plot synopsis for yeah. Seven? What What have we got in store in a few? So weeks? I've got the storyline on IMDb it says Dominic Toretto and his crew thought they left the criminal mercenary life behind. They defeated an international terrorist named Owen Shaw and went their separate ways. But now Shaw's brother Deckard Shaw is out killing the crew one by one for revenge. Worse, a Somalian terrorist called Jakandi and a sh- shady government official called Mr. Nobody are both competing to steal a computer terrorism program called God's Eye that can turn any technological device into a weapon. Toretto must reconvene with his team to stop Shaw and retrieve the God's Eye program while caught in a power struggle between terrorists and the United States government. That sounds, that, that sounds magnificent. Yeah. And the great thing is, early buzz from it, from people who've seen it, is that, holy fuck, this is entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Jaa's in it, I didn't know that. Yeah, he is, yeah, hasn't it? You know, and uh, as long as they they make it just very similar to five and six, I think everyone will be happy. I genuinely hope that that movie, that that Furious 7, breaks a billion. (laughs) And I... It it really seriously could. Hmm. Nobody expected people expected Fast and Furious Six to make a lot of money. Nobody expected it to make just shy of eight hundred million. Yeah, no, absolutely. Even the studio were like, "What the fuck?" You know, and and as well, it made just shy of eight hundred million and was the most illegally downloaded movie of two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, that's not a shock. I mean. It just... No, it's not. Not not from a demographic there. But it is just amazing the fact that you've got that and that. Yeah, I... I um... Oh, fuck, I'm looking forward to Furious 7. Don't I, am, I am very much looking the forward thing is, to it. It's, just, it's James Wan as well. Like, if he can bring some of his kind of dirty, gritty exploitation sense, like, like Death Sentence, then... Yeah. It just that that's my that that that's my kind of you know worry I suppose is that we've got a different guy at the, at the helm because Justin Lin definitely left an imprint on these movies. I, I, James Wan has barely. I, I really like James Wan. Me, so no, I I I I'm, a, I, I'm in complete agreement there. I, I'm a, a big fan of his his stuff. He's 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 a very very interesting director, and I think I think he, he's. They might, I just want he's smart enough to have watched these movies and gone, right, how, how do I take my style and put it and match it with the franchise's style? So he will put his stamp on it, whilst at the same time, you know, he'll stick to, you know, the, the kind of, the film's um, overarching, you know, fast and furiousness, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, they are apparently talking about having Justin Lin back for for the next one. Like, to be fair, I think if you know, if the the, 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 schedule, the production schedule was that it shot 
it, it, I mean, it, that, that, the film came out this year instead of last year like it was supposed to. But I, I think Lynn probably still would have done it. It was the fact that they literally wanted to do one in 2013, one in 2014, that I think yeah. stopped him from doing it. Um, which is, I, I, it is a shame, but I, I just, I want to see what James Wan can do with $100 million. Yeah, well, how much, what is the, what is the budget on Furious oh, 7? It must be 150. Huge. It must be 150 pushing 180. Um, it's not on IMDb yet. Uh, 250, it's listed on Wikipedia as. That's that's got that's got up all seven hundred million. Well, the thing is, I bet. Speaking quite frankly, I bet they got a good insurance payout when Paul Walker uh, yeah. died. Yeah, I mean that that is, I suppose, is is the sad thing of of, of this because the thing is, you know that the, it's kind of Furious Seven essentially is the end of an era with these movies. Um, and they are going to, I mean, is it confirmed they are going to do an eight? I, I, th- I think the thinking is they, they do want to, but they haven't been as explicit with it as, as they were with like six to seven. You know, and it is going to be, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they deal with the, um, with it, it within the film. Um, but also as well it's like um, did you see the Vin Diesel thing where he was introducing a screening of um, Furious 7 and he was talking about like, how difficult it was you know continuing with the movie and finishing the movie and you know how it's really difficult now looking back on the movie and getting excited about the movie because of what happened you know and, and him and Paul Walker you know there were you know they weren't just you know friends on set and stuff like that they were quite close offset from from what you understand you know they were very you know good friends uh, and you know when i think you've you've, you've spent they say nearly 15 years making movies with somebody and being friends with them they lost a friend during the making this it must be really difficult to look back and then have it constantly brought up and get excited about it and then you know have to see what essentially is his last film uh, you know of, of his defining character yeah i, I it's I don't, I, it's going to be interesting to see how they do that, uh, how that works within the film as well, like having to use um, like face replacement and, um, and, and and apparently like uh, Paul Walker's brother even did some brother, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that was apparently it, yeah, they, because they used them voiceover and um, and you know physique wise, they're quite similar apparently. I mean, that's I don't know, that would be interesting, but I mean apparently. It's quite a fitting ending to that character in the film. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be the last time we see Jordana Brewster as well. Yeah, I, I would, I would guess that would, that yeah, they go off into the good night kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'd hope so. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, and it, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it just for how entertaining these movies have been, you know. And I'm looking at it going, do you know what? I don't care that it's two hours and fifteen minutes long. I think I think they can bring enough into it. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I, I, why not? The the last two were two hours ten minutes long, and I mean, I think they did okay enough with it. So, cool. Yeah. Bloody hell. Very much looking forward to that. It's, what is it? Uh, three weeks away. Uh, yeah, no, two weeks. Two weeks, cool. So we'll be covering it obviously in two weeks' yeah. time. Yeah, Friday third of April comes out. 
Yes, nice. Um, so nice. And um, right, next week. Um, there's not an awful lot out next week either. To be fair. What we got next week? Cinderella. Um, get hard. Um, the new Michael Winterbottom one, The Face of an Angel, which sounds weird. It's like it's about someone wanting to make a film about the Amanda Knox murders or something. Yeah, I think I yeah I read something about it. He's a funny one. He's Winterbottom, though, isn't he? He goes through his films can be really interesting or really interesting ideas that don't yeah, work. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Seventh Son finally comes out. Uh, the Signal, that um, film that played at Friday Fest last year, the, the one with um, Lawrence Fishburne. Like, oh, um, yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Um, SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Um, that's about we'll it. work some out. We'll work some out to watch, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Is Spring well, on US iTunes? Uh, no, I don't think it is. Because I know it came out on, like, BitTorrent or some shit, but you've got it literally got to be in the U- US to actually even download that. Yeah. Pardon me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. We have actually got a question as well, actually. Oh, shit, really? Oh, sorry. Go on, go on. Uh, I shall... I shall... Get the question ready. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, where are we? Where are we? There we are. Uh, from TGP73, uh, he says, uh, if you could resurrect one dead actor uh, slash actress for one last film, who would you bring back to life? Uh, John Cazale. Oh, that's a good one. To do anything, just just because John Cazale made six movies and they were all fantastic. Yeah, that's And he was fantastic. Good in all of them. So John Cazale in anything. Because it, if it's got him in it, it quite literally be will be brilliant. Yeah, no, that's not a bad shout at all. Um, I mean, I would have liked to have seen Robin Williams just do one last great performance. Hurrah. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I don't know, looking back, when was the last... When was the last great Robin Williams? Yeah, I, like you say, he, he, he kind of, he, I mean, he disappeared into, you know, at one point he was like one of the 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 biggest sort of draws, and he, you know, he was he, he was that thing, like for a while Bruce Willis was, where oh, it's it'll be good because it's a blah film, you know, but then he ended up doing just a lot of meh. Yeah. You know, when was the last time he was... I mean, World's Greatest Dad was very good, but I suppose, like, big movie, you're probably looking at Insomnia? Yeah, one-hour photo. 2002. Well, it, 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 listen, 2002, he had one-hour photo, Death to Smoochie, and Insomnia. That's a hell of a year. That's three really great movies. Yeah, no, too right. I, it, just trying to think. I mean, no, I, I'd, I'd go with that. To be fair, like I don't know, he kind of meant a lot to me when I was growing up and whatnot. And it just oh, it, me, me too. I mean, I, I remember we when you know sadly when we died. I remember um, looking at it, and for a, a, a period, um, like Hook saw the cinema, 
Fern Gully. I actually saw that at the cinema, actually. Aladdin saw it at the cinema. Toys saw it at the cinema. Mrs. Doubtfire saw it at the cinema. Um, you know, that, that's five movies on the bounce in a few years that I saw at the cinema between 91 and 93. And I've seen all those probably on my own because I've seen cinema on my own a lot. So that's... And I, 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 gone, I think I went to see Mrs. Doubtfire three times and Toys a couple of times. And I actually went to see Aladdin three days running. It was released in a school holidays, and I fuck all yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, nice. I, it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just would have been nice to see him just kick it out at the park one more time, and preferably with a comedy as well. But you know. yeah, ra- rather than a Williams has a beard, therefore he's doing yeah, serious. Yeah, quite, quite. Um, so is that that? Yes, that I think that's it. So, yeah, um, we will be back next week. We're not too sure what we're going to be doing. We're going to be starting our police academy marathon. I would have thought. Yes, uh, I'm really looking forward to this, yeah, actually. Yeah, so right. I might, might regret that in six, seven weeks' yeah, we'll time. Yeah, see how that goes. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And, uh, obviously, we'll be doing Fast 7 in a couple of weeks. And uh, yep. there you go. All right, thank you very much, guys. Oh.